0: Hello and welcome to the Infrastructure Road to Recovery series. I'm Eleanor Lane and I'm joined by my colleague Ilsa Ritchie. Social value is a topic that we're starting to see a growing emphasis on in public procurements. It was recently described in the Civil Service World publication as the latest frontier for public procurement and value for money. And it's rooted in the UN Sustainable Development Goals, a set of 17 pledges to overcome humanity's greatest challenges by 2030. These include challenges like clean water, affordable clean energy, responsible consumption and production. So what is it?
1: It's the value attributed to economic, social and environmental outcomes. Another way of saying this is that it's the collective benefit to a community of the public sector awarding a contract, looking beyond just price. There's an increasing desire by government at Westminster and at Holyrood to see procurements tangibly contributing to the well-being, resilience and sustainability of society and the environment. There's a sense that outsourced providers are simply out to make a profit. So government is increasingly encouraging suppliers to reconnect with communities and show how they put social value at the heart of their services. Examples of social value include the provision of employment and training opportunities for disadvantaged groups, supporting the small to medium enterprises, community and social enterprises, supporting diversity and inclusion, equality and accessibility, reducing consumption, waste and pollution and protecting and regenerating biodiversity. It's relevant to both the public and the private sector, because the public sector need to be aware of the rules and requirements and the guidance in their jurisdiction. And there's different approaches between Scotland and England and the private sector need to be aware of what's now expected so that they can plan and structure their tender responses accordingly.
0: So just picking up on the point that you mentioned regarding the differences between Scotland and England. It's interesting because in England, this has been around since 2012, so almost 10 years now. And the underlying theme in the Public Services Social Value Act 2012 is to require procuring authorities to ensure that any money spent on its services should create the greatest possible benefit for the local community in terms of the economy and from a social and environmental point of view. Note that that is not prescriptive, it's just a requirement to think about it. Fast forward eight years and we have Procurement Policy Note 0620 dating from September 2020, which says that social value should be explicitly evaluated in all central government procurement, where the requirements are related and proportionate to the subject matter of the contract. This was to apply from the 1st of January 2021. The PPN states that the public sector must maximize social value effectively and comprehensively through its procurement. And attached to that PPN was the social value model. And this gives a much clearer picture of the direction of travel. There are five core themes in the model and eight policy outcomes. The themes are COVID-19 recovery, tackling economic inequality, fighting climate change, equal opportunity and well-being. Weaved into these are policy outcomes, which include helping local communities recover from the pandemic, creating new businesses, new jobs, and new skills, increasing supply chain resilience, tackling workforce inequality, improving health and wellbeing, and improving community cohesion. And users can determine which themes and policy outcomes are most relevant. Most interestingly, whenever social value policy outcomes are included in a procurement, a minimum overall weighting of 10% is required. Government's stated aim is that social value should be a differentiating factor in bid evaluation and the only exception is where market engagement shows that this would reduce competition. Deliverables in a winning tenderer's bids are to be included in the contract and measured during contract delivery. Contrast that with the position north of the border. In Scotland, the
1: picture is currently a little bit different. We have the Procurement Reform Scotland Act 2014, which introduced the sustainable procurement duty. This requires public bodies to consider how their procurement activity can improve the economic, social and environmental wellbeing of their area. Statutory guidance was published in 2014, which provides that the sustainable procurement duty should be applied to all regulated procurements in a proportionate way so in a way that's relevant to that procuring authority's area. And it relates to things like transport links, jobs, housing, improving biodiversity and access to education. Similar to the social value model in England, recently there have been a couple of procurement policy notes. SPPN 1 2021 with the title, Taking Account of Climate Change, Circular economy considerations in public procurement requires public bodies to use their organisation's influence to stimulate action in supply chains to boost the green recovery. SPPN 10 2020 focuses on outcomes rather than using a form of monetary measure on the basis that the monetary value of an action for any specific community might not always equate to its value in other situations. The impact of social value is what should be most heavily considered. Procuring authorities are reminded of the 2014 Act and they are required to focus on delivering demand-led, community-focused social impact and to measure the social impact by using outcomes focused with Scotland's national
0: outcomes. So it's really interesting that we're starting to see divergence between England and Scotland in particular the 10% minimum weighting in England compared to a softer approach north of the border the question would be can we expect Scottish government to enhance its requirements in the near future almost certainly so the public sector in particular Scottish procuring authorities which don't have clear geographic areas need to think carefully about how they can incorporate and demonstrate social value
1: Yes, and the private sector needs to plan ahead to consider what they can offer and remember that especially in England, they'll be held to it. Thank you.